Well, hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome back to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Busy times, huh? It's, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, there's, what's the old Navy SEALs saying? You know, there's a famous book about the US Navy SEALs called No Easy Day. <laughs> no Easy Day. I think that sometimes it's the same with, uh, with being a Catholic educator, isn't it? There's, uh, there's not often uh, days where you go, wow, that was a breeze. There's always uh, so much that uh, is being asked of you in this incredible giving of yourself. So I hope that you are slowly becoming an expert on self-care. I uh, talk to my wife, Karen, about this all the time. I got kind of good at it, sort of, you know, I sort of got pretty burned out a few years back and uh, learned to take better care of myself. And uh, it's the old saying, you know, put your own oxygen mask on first in the plane and then help others so uh, there may be no easy day but we can navigate this if we're looking after ourselves so maybe i can just prompt you a little bit if you're uh, feeling a bit frazzled remember that uh, nothing is served by you getting wiped out with exhaustion and also remember that there's no way that the Lord was going to call you into a vocation just to wipe you out. I think he was going to call you into a vocation to help you become more deeply dependent upon him. But, uh, you know, burnout, exhaustion, all that stuff that happens isn't his will. So can I be so bold as to say that? That uh, And I know some of you are listening going, well, what about the complexities and all the demands we have? And we can't help. I, I hear you. I know I, I keep saying that on stage that... Uh, the complexity and the pressures are increasing and uh, we can only do so much in terms of efficiency. Sooner or later, I think what we're looking at here is a great dependence upon the grace of the Holy Spirit to carry us through. Yeah, I talked about it earlier this week. If you want to go back and check out the episode called The Cosmic Gamble, I think that's uh, worth listening to because I, I really think that's where we get to. And I want to talk a bit more about that today. I want to give you a great quote, as always, from uh, one of my favorites, Robert Cardinal Sara, um, an African prelate, African cardinal, who uh, just writes beautifully, and his books are very special to me. But listen to this beautiful quote. He said, The most important moments in life are the hours of prayer and adoration. They give birth to a human being. Fashion our true identity, they root our existence in mystery. Listen to it one more time. The most important moments in life are the hours of prayer and adoration. They give birth to a human being. Fashion our true identity, they root our existence in mystery. I think there is so much here. We could I could talk about this for half an hour. I love how he says that this is commitment to prayer that fashions our true identity. You see, life and experience and a whole bunch of things, positive and negative experiences, tend to shape many people's sense of identity. You know, they can, if, if we've lived with rejection or judgment, we can get a sense of identity around that. If um, people have always told us we're amazing and we've always been successful, we can base our identity in that. But let's always remember these things can be taken away in a heartbeat. So what prayer does is it, it, it sort of reveals and fashions and shapes our true identity. What is that? Well, the ultimate level of identity. And I always used to teach this in staff seminars. So I'd say, look, there are three levels of vocation. We, you know, often when we hear the word vocation, we automatically, you know, if you haven't heard about it much, you, you think vocation automatically means religious life, which, of course, it doesn't just mean that. People think vocation means a job or a career, and we're going to get to that. But there's three levels, and that's actually the third level. 
So the first level of Christian vocation is simply the vocation of being a child of God. Did you know that? That's the first vocation. Every single one of us is called into that vocation by the grace of baptism. So the fundamental vocation that we have is being a son or a daughter of God. That's that's the ultimate level of identity. So when Cardinal Sara here talks about fashioning our true identity, this commitment to prayer, this being with the Father, reveals the truest level of our identity. Because in deep prayer... We're, we're not subject to the world. We're not subject to people's judgment of us. We're not subject to people's construction of our identity. So you could see what happens. that if, if we don't pray, if we don't have a life of prayer, that our identity is, you know, is a pretty flexible thing that can be shaped by all sorts of positive or negative forces. And then he goes on here to say that, um, that these hours of prayer and adoration root our existence in mystery. You know, I always love talking about that because I think in a postmodern world, we have huge problems with mystery. We're an extremely technocratic society. So we've sort of made a Faustian pact that we believe that you know technology and administration and governance are the answer to everything. We don't do mystery. We don't like death. Um, I, I often used to say that uh, there was a great quote from Richard John Newhouse, Father Richard John Newhouse, who said that one of the interesting contrasts between our moment in history and the Victorian era is this. Now, often the Victorian era was, was seen as very prudish, right, around matters of the body and sexuality. And the quote that he once shared is he said that, um, you know, well, he basically suggested that in the Victorian era, Nobody wanted to talk about, you know, sex, but death was common, right? Death was everywhere. You know, you would see dead bodies. There'd be, you know, funeral processions in the streets. Death, you know, infant mortality was so high. So that was a culture that didn't talk about sex, but very much talked about death because it was everywhere. Now, stay with me because he says if you come into our current postmodern world, it's the exact inverse of that, Right. So we're a culture that often is obsessed with the body and sex, and that's you can see that all through the internet, social media, of course. But we're a culture that doesn't want to talk about death. And one of the interesting things about COVID is that this this phenomenal anxiety that's been triggered. There's, I've read some really interesting, um, I guess, psychological and spiritual insights into this idea that the COVID has revealed a deep anxiety, a deep, deep anxiety around death and mystery. And this idea that th- that through governments and you know through control and systems we can automatically mitigate these risks. So all of this, I hope I'm not losing you, is basically saying that we're a culture that doesn't want to do mystery. But when you go into prayer and you go into especially into adoration, you you become a contingent being. Your existence is dependent upon something. You get this sense of this great enveloping mystery that you're part of. So. What's this got to do with you? I know that's what you're thinking. I'm banging the drum. I've been banging the same drum forever. And I think that what we need for a transformative experience in Catholic education, now I don't, and I mean at the personal level, so you listening to this now, a transformation of your vocation and a transformation of your school. And remember, I rarely talk about systems. Um, Mother Teresa was kind of big on this. She she kind of felt that big programs weren't really that fancy. She kind of thought that what you really do is act at the most basic level of your own classroom, for example, your own relationships with other teachers on staff. So I don't think we can carry this vocation without a call to a deeper life of prayer. And as I say in almost every episode, and I said in the Cosmic Gamble episode, 
the fear we have is that, and I was talking to Karen about this yesterday, you know, she's, my wife is an amazing woman, she's running this incredible online um, ministry, Catholic ministry for women, and, you know, she's creating some phenomenal stuff and has a huge following, and, but she's, <laughs> she's having to work pretty hard, and uh, and I'm being as supportive as I can be, but we were talking yesterday, and I said, Don, I said, you know, the, the challenge is that what most people do is they they believe that if they stop, if they take time for prayer, that the stresses will increase. They believe that if they stop, um, that all the stuff will mount up. You know, some people think that prayer is kind of an indulgence or, you know, maybe a quick prayer for 30 seconds in the morning and in the car, but deep prayer. And I said to her that what we learn from the saints, of course, is the inverse of that. We learn that the, from the saints that this commitment to prayer creates this extraordinary reality where the Holy Spirit just tends to do stuff through them because they're fully yielded. So that's the cosmic gamble, and that's why people like Cardinal Robert Sara here are saying that the most important moments in our life are not the study or not the actual teaching or not the conversations. The most important moments in our life as Catholic educators are actually the commitment to prayer, to Eucharistic adoration, to the sacraments. Because it's those things that allow the graces of our baptism to flow into the vocation. So I hope that's given you a lot to think about. There's a lot there. Um, so I don't know. It's the cosmic gamble, right? And as I've been saying in the last few episodes, I've I've made a decision. Like I've always had a very structured prayer life for decades, but I've been spending at least an hour a day now at Eucharistic Adoration. And that's with all of the pressures in my life, three young children, you know, complex business and vocational stuff that I do. I, I it's just become a non-negotiable. And uh, and I think Cardinal Sarah's right. The more that I go into that hour a day, the more I have a different sense of self. You know, the fashioning of a true identity, and the more that I'm exposed to this great, ineffable, vast mystery, the paradox of the mystery of God, who's both utterly ineffable and, in a sense, unknowable, but also deeply personal. There's a paradox. Because of the incarnation, the God of the cosmos is not only so vast and unsearchable, but also deeply personal and human. It's incredible, isn't it? Wow. All right, friends, that's it for me today. I just want to encourage you, make prayer the bedrock of your vocation. If you've got a chapel at your school, sneak in there. Just 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever you can do, build on it. I use noise-cancelling headphones, believe it or not. I have a set of Bose noise-cancelling headphones. I'm sure people at Adoration think I'm strange. But I have a couple of apps on my phone. I use the Calm app, and I just have these um, nature sounds. Um, I actually use something called Jasper Lake. So it's like this recording of a, just water and nature, and it's very quiet, and it allows me to enter into deep silence. So use whatever works if you get distracted. Um, but I hope that's a blessing to you. Please do me a favor. Make sure you've subscribed to the podcast. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Uh, jump across to Spotify, Amazon. Uh, Google, anywhere, Apple, and uh, and please subscribe. And, of course, check out the website, onecatholicteacher.com, onecatholicteacher.com, and send this to some friends. All right, that's it for me today. My name's Jonathan Dog. God bless you. Thank you for your ministry. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you tomorrow.